0: Hello and welcome to the Slow Evolution podcast. I'm your host Anna Engelhardt, and this is the place for all things health and well-being for the busy mom of today. So grab a cup of tea and get ready to be inspired. Hello and welcome to today's exciting episode where we will be talking all about the power of surrender to create a breakthrough. And today I'm joined by a transformational coach, life architect, and CEO of Wealth Improvement Network. She transformed her own life from being homeless at the age of 14 to graduating from college and working on Wall Street. Please welcome Natalie Taylor. Natalie, welcome. Thank
1: you so much, Anna. I'm so excited to be here with you.
0: So great to have you on the podcast and I'm super excited about today's topic, but first things first, do you mind sharing your amazing story before we
1: get into the actual topic? Well, my story is Pretty intense, but I'm gonna share small parts of it. So, right. um, for your audience, I would say, you know, a little bit about me. I'm a mom of four, right? And um, we we're talking about this earlier. And I currently do work from home or work from anywhere, but with COVID, it's not much anywhere anymore. So I work from home. I have two businesses, a consulting business, and I also have my personal development slash coaching business. That's what the world would define me as, right? What I do. But a little bit about me, I'm from Jamaica. I'm from Kingston, Jamaica. I was born there. My mother's Cuban, my dad's German, but I was born in Kingston, Jamaica. And that's where I spent my whole entire um upbringing and while I was there you know a little bit you know as you said I was homeless at the age of about four, 15 years old and that's when I actually you know realized as a child that I would you would say my innocence I kind of lost my innocence at that age um, at that age I learned to fend for myself I learned to figure things out for myself it's not anything I would wish on anyone but during that period of time I also Um, became a mom, right? At the age of 16, I became a mom to my first son, who's now 21 years old. And, um, you know, a lot of the work that I do now is based on the transformation that I've had to go through as a result of the experiences that I've had. So I wouldn't say that my experiences were, well, they were um, not fun, but they weren't, they weren't terrible you know, while they were traumatic, they weren't terrible because they actually have prepared me to do the work that I'm doing today. So today I get to work with C-suite executives, as well as stay-at-home moms who are Mm. looking to start businesses. And um, like you, you know, with what you're doing with your podcast and with your different businesses, you know, I look for opportunities to structure my time in such a way that I can help my clients, you know, um, transform form their life, their lifestyle and live the life of their dreams.
0: Mm, this is truly amazing. And, and I think that, you know, we are living in a society where we're so comfortable in our own little bubble that, you know, we don't really realize how powerful mindset is and, you know, the, the amazing role that uh,
1: mindset can play and, you know, the things that we go through in life. Absolutely. It's great that you touched on that because a lot of us have been taught you know go to school get a good education so you can get a good job so you can live the life no just imagine someone like me who was born into abject poverty right my mother didn't go to school and then my foster mom, my first foster mom, barely graduated um, from high school, right? Actually, she left school at grade four. Mm. So what I was seeing when I started going to private schools in foster home, through sports, much like you, right? I started seeing my friends' parents who had these big fancy cars, live in this big fancy house. They had these jobs. My friends were always laughing. They seemed happy, Right. So from the outside, I'm thinking, wow, their family had it together because they were educated, not realizing mindset, right? I'm thinking if I go to school, I get a good education, I get a good job. So I go to college. I have three college degrees, two double major, one triple major. I end up on Wall Street. I have phenomenal career, right? Um, By the time I'm 22 years old, I'm making what most people still don't make in their 30s and 40s. But the thing is, I do not have the mindset, Mm -hmm. And so I am beginning to live the life that my mother and my foster mother live, attracting the same type of life experiences because it's not about education from what you get from books, but it's about mindset, what you believe, what you perceive, how you perceive, um, so you can attract the life that you truly desire, right?
0: Yes, yes. And that's so powerful right there. But um, let's talk about the power of surrender. Why so many people have trouble to just surrender to the moment or the, you know, the experience. It doesn't matter whether it's a, you know, a positive or a negative experience. And why is it such a powerful
1: way to deal with difficulties really? So if I'm going to talk to surrender and we're in a day and age where people want authenticity from us more than anything, I want to use a part of my story Uh, one of the biggest struggles I had was you know after i finally you know i had my son as i said out of wedlock um i come from a very christian background and so this was failure in a lot of ways you know for persons who um poured into my life so when i got started getting education and i got to wall street i started thinking well how could i actually show and prove to others that i had transformed and i was a better person well i got married right And I got married because I thought that was the next right thing to do. Mm. I was trying to manufacture what I thought was the right life to have. So I got married to someone. And the truth is that that person would um, later help, not in the best way, but help nonetheless me to become the person that I was meant to be. Right. And so I ended up in an abusive situation and I remember there were days that I realized that this was not the marriage that I was supposed to be in. There were days that I would be driving and my eyes would be burning. I couldn't see. I would have to pull over to the side of the road and my heart would be palpitating and I couldn't breathe. And all I could think is this cannot be my life, but I just struggled to surrender because what if, what are people going to think? How is it going to look? I'm going to look like a failure again. So, I would say the number one thing is most people don't surrender because they are afraid of what it will look like for others. They're afraid of being a disappointment to their family, to their loved ones, to their friends. They're afraid of not matching up with where they should be. You know, society have this thing of saying, you know, you should get married by a certain age, um, have a certain degree by a certain age, have a certain career, make a certain amount of money. I don't know how much it is in Europe, but in the US, you know, you hear people say six figures and seven figures, right? right? and if you're not doing six figures as an entrepreneur by a certain time you know how how will it look or if, for instance, a lot of the mamas, right? Two ways. If you're a mom, you want to be a stay-at-home mom and you just focus on your kids. What would it look like if this burning desire that you have to start your own business, what would it look like to the other parents who all they do is just focus on their little babies? What would it look like if you should quit your job and go start your own business? Mm. And your job comes with benefits and whatever. What would it look like to leave an abusive relationship and start over as a single mom what would that look like and so the thought process of what are people going to say how is it going to feel I think we try to live in tomorrow today and so surrender is hard because we do not just accept this moment this moment what does it feel like in this moment what do i need in this moment how do i stand here in this moment how do i justify that i'm enough that i am smart enough beautiful enough strong enough powerful enough in this moment how do i justify that this thing that's inside of me just like my baby was inside of me i need to give birth to it in this moment because if i don't right if Mm. we were to close our legs when our babies were ready to come (laughs) our babies would they wouldn't survive. And it's the same thing we're doing with our dreams and our desires and our passion. If we were to shut off what is necessary for this moment. So surrender is hard when you try to figure out 10 years from now, five years from now. But all I'm asking each person to do is to take a deep breath. When you start feeling overwhelmed and think, what do I need in this moment? Am I justified in this moment? Am I happy in this moment? Am I full in this moment? Am I fulfilled? Am I at peace in this moment? And trust that the next moments will present themselves accordingly. Mm, this is so powerful right there. And I, you know, I completely agree with you. I believe that we are
0: so scared to pursue whatever it is that we want, You know, whether it's a stay-at-home mom or whether it's a business or whether it's a career. I mean, it doesn't matter but we're so scared of what the people around us would actually think of us, you know, how they, how we will be judged. Absolutely. And I think it's just so wrong,
1: you know? Absolutely. But it's in all fairness, we're realizing now that it, it's, it is wrong or not so much wrong. It is not necessary. Yes. So it's neither wrong nor right. It's not necessary because community community, is necessary, but allowing the thoughts of others yes. to um, manipulate how we decide and how we navigate our journey isn't necessary. So yes. we can, we can keep community, but reject that their opinions should help us navigate our sail for a sailboat, right? Because each journey is different. We are not, we're not our moms. We're not our dads. We are not last generation and we're not our friends. Our friend's journey is not our journey. And a lot of times looking back, when I finally surrendered to the path that I'm on right now, I've, I've been able to be more authentic, And in my authentic journey, I've helped more people who didn't like me when I was trying to do what I thought would please them. Mm. I get along better with my foster mom now being my authentic self than when I was trying to please her because I was always frustrated. And even though she didn't see the frustration, she could feel it, right? And it's the same thing in marriages. Mm. I help a lot of couples, a lot of women in marriages own. What is your human need, right? If your human need is for significance, pretending that you, you know, um, I I don't want to be seen because you're trying to pretend to be submissive is going to irritate your husband because he knows he can pick up the Mm. unknown, the passive aggressive frustration, right? And that can drive a wedge in your marriage. But if you use your authentic voice and you let your husband, your spouse, your friend, your parent know, you know, this is where I'm at this is what i need and i know what you need and i will continue to support what you need but this is where i'm at mm. And if you support what i need i promise you i'm gonna show up for you bigger than i've ever shown up before
0: yeah and this right there is so powerful but given your experience and and your knowledge what are some ways that we can start implementing you know this practice and really mindset in our everyday life okay because, um, you know, obviously it's not, it's not an overnight change. You know, you can't no, just say, you no. know.
1: I'm still surrendering, right? Continuing right. Um, on the thread of authenticity, I'm still surrendering. So even though I'm a coach, um, full-blown authenticity, I'm still surrendering. Right now as a coach, I've been able to generate um, two different businesses, multiple six figure, right? And to be honest, in 2018, I asked, you know, as a Christian, I have, Uh, a relationship with God. And I asked for one thing, confidence, because when I went through the separation to go through the divorce, I'd lost a sense of confidence. I also lost a major business, you know, in that period of time. And it came out in a newspaper that my Um, then husband was cheating, right? I knew he was cheating multiple times, but it was documented in the newspaper that he was with his significant other. So that was kind of a blow in the face because I couldn't pretend anymore as though things were fine. I couldn't pretend as though I didn't know because now we all knew. And so I had to surrender to that information. And so that brought me to a place of starting over. Surrender to the fact that you aren't married. And guess what? You probably were never married because you were in that relationship alone. I th- to surrender to that and that brought me to a place of starting over living in one room in my mom's house and in surrendering there instead of feeling shame and embarrassed I also was able to move on and get my own townhouse and start my own business and she kept saying go and get a job go and get a job you have all these degrees and in surrendering to the fact that I am not who she thinks I am and I'm who I was called to be I was able to start my my own business and be able to sustain um taking care of my family and in surrendering to that i was able to build it to six figures and in surrendering to that i was able to get to this place but now you're saying what are the specific things have you been doing okay i had to spend time alone mm. i had to spend time alone it's like in order for you to know what your authentic voice is you must spend time drowning out all other voices and this means i know you have journals right This means journaling. This means looking at your calendar, your calendars that you've been producing for women and for all your clients, Mm. get in a calendar and looking at your calendar. Does it say only your husband and your children and your parents? That's not authentic. There's no you in there. If you show me your calendar today, I can look in there and I can tell you where you will be in a year Mm. because your actions today is producing your tomorrow. Right, whatever seeds you're um, you're planting today is what you're gonna produce in a year from now, twelve months from now. So, you know, I started working on my confidence, as I said, um, for the year of 2019. Guess what? In being authentic and getting myself a coach, even though I'm a coach, and started working on myself and identifying the tools that I needed, like journals and workbooks and um and podcasts. I was able to listen to their voice, but then there were times. Anna, that I needed to shut your voice out and Mm. hear what Natalie had to say. So Natalie got her journal. Natalie wrote her notes. I can show you journals and journals and journals. And then I could go back and read what was Natalie saying. And then there were moments that Natalie needed to shut up because I may just be repeating what I heard Anna say, and I would be quiet and I would just listen to vibrating sounds and nothing. Mm. And then I would just write because then I had... Blotted out those thoughts. I also, you know, practice meditation, right? So meditation also allowed me to be able to tap into the innermost parts of myself, right? Because a lot of the times, like I have uh, some techniques that I do with my clients and I ask them to remember a time When things seem so overwhelming, things seem like they specifically were not going to work out and they worked out. And I want them to write that time down. And I want them to go back to that moment. And if I could help them to go back to that moment and then come back to this moment, they'll see that they have a way of narrating lies that makes them feel overwhelmed. Mm. So they'll see the, um, the things that they do. And that also helps you to surrender because you begin to differentiate the lies from the truth. And if you can differentiate the cycles of lies that you've been telling yourself, for instance, I have someone right now and she's doing um, a cleanse. And she said, Natalie, after one week of doing this cleanse, not taking any pills for weight loss, not taking any things, just authentically spending time with myself and eating and taking the right nutrition and sleeping and exercising and and losing all this weight in one week. And I said to her, get rid of the scale too, Mm. because it's about how you feel. And how your clothes feel and how sexy you feel to yourself when you look in the mirror not about the differentiation of what the world says and she said to me what i realized was that i had been lying to myself that it was harder than i thought the whole time and the lies had kept me from starting many of us have not started because we have lied to ourselves it is not what our friends think a lot of us if we asked our friends if they remember what they said to us, even the people who were vicious to us in high school. If we asked them what they said, they wouldn't even remember, but we have taken it, we have put it in our brains Mm. and we have permanently etched it in our minds and we play it every single time we're about to go to the next level and we play. And what I'm saying is take some time, get some tools, document. Document your time, document the way you flow, document what you do, document your thoughts and be able to differentiate that from the thoughts of others. Mm. What makes you feel good, right? I can tell you what makes me feel good and that's great, but what makes you feel good? Is it going to be buying yourself flowers or is it going to be planting some flowers? Is it going to be listening to music or is it going to be making music? Is it going to be going for a run or is it going to be going for a ride? Is it going to be reading a book? Or is it gonna be right in a book? Only you can determine that. And that's is what's gonna bring you surrender is pursuing mm-hmm. what it is that's on the inside of you.
0: That's I, I love that conversation, really. It's I think there is so much that you know we can take from it and, and, and such a just powerful, well not only your experience, obviously, you know, you're sharing your experience, but just such a so many like such a powerful information that you know can help really so many. Right. And even if just the first step is just to, you know, start thinking about it, I think, you know, we're going in the right direction. Right. But that leads me to
1: my, oh, you wanted to say something. Go ahead. I wanted to add something because, you know, I'm thinking that there's someone that's listening. And she said, Natalie, I've done all of that. <clears throat> you know, I'm at a place now where I have my business. I'm managing my home. I, I even have all of Anna's, you know, journals and stuff. <laughs> What's next? <clears throat> and for the person who's where we're at, And you're thinking, I want to scale, right? But I don't want to lose the balance of being a good mom. Like right now we're talking to each other. My children are downstairs and they're doing their e-learning, right? And, you know, I, I still want to have a significant other and I want to have it all. How do I do that and surrender? And so for me, it has been more, a lot more of the same. So I had to go much deeper this time around and find out what are the things that are, that are causing resistance, right? Mm. The opposite of surrender is resistance. And so resistance was coming from the fact that the last times when I created a lot of financial success, I also attracted a lot of inauthentic relationships. And so resistance happened when I get to a certain amount of money there's a resistance that happened. When I get to a certain type of clientele, there's a resistance that happened. When I get to a certain relationship, romantic relationship, there's a resistance that happened. And so I started specifically journaling about those resistance. I started specifically identifying what did I feel like? How did it feel? What did I do? How did I behave? What was I eating? And I started to be very, very specific. Now, when I look at, because I have my dream home, you know, and I live in my dream community, how do I go to the next level? Well, for me, I don't need more money. That's Mm. not why I'm going to produce more money. So my why has to have bigger roots so that I can have a taller tree with a bigger shade. So how many women can I help to create the same success that I've had? How many women can I help to free from, you know, abusive relationship? How many women can I help to scale their businesses? Right now, one of my clients is about to take over a medium-sized, multinational um, organization. And she comes from a similar background. She's a mom of two and she's about my age and she's about to take over, you know, like a very, that's a significant company. And so I am working with clients like her and in, in, she is one of my why because when I can help her go into a boardroom and own that boardroom and say, Hey, I don't look like you, but I can do the business. I don't sound like you, but I sure can show up better. I sure can show up more authentic. And I promise you when you give me this hundred million dollar portfolio, my company is going to dominate and your company is going to be better for it. And she's not going to have to go in there with a masculine energy. She's going to be all feminine and Mm. she's going to dominate and she's going to be able to go home to her children and still be mom and be able to help them be confident. And she's going to be able to navigate love life and still be able to do that. And that, is helping me remove my resistance. Mm. And me growing to help her, my business has to grow. I have to grow, right? Right, right, right,
0: absolutely. But I know you're busy, so I do have one last question. Given your, your journey and also your experience, what would be your number one advice to any woman, mom out there, That is going through a you know difficult rough period in her life. Where should all her focus, you know, go into?
1: Right. Okay. So the first thing is I have what is called the Life Architect methodology, which is what I created for my company. And Life Architect methodology goes first thing is um, blueprint. You know, again, the first thing that I mentioned before of you know where is her mind at? Journal. Where are you? You know, what are your thoughts? Have your thoughts serve you? Has your belief system serve you? If they haven't served you, then we want to know, okay, what are your needs? Mm. And the gap between the belief and the needs is now where she's going to begin to work. So if the gap between her belief and her needs is I'm a stay-at-home mom, I believe being a stay-at-home mom is the right thing, but I want to have my own income because I don't feel independent, then I'm going to say go to work at identifying moms like Anna and myself who are doing the business, right? What is it that you love doing? Do you like blogging? Do you like creating food? Whatever it is, find um, virtual mentors or books or other persons who are doing exactly what you wanna do and start to learn that. If the gap between her belief and her need is that you know she feels overwhelmed and she's constantly anxious because a lot of moms are experiencing anxiety right now, mm. then I'm gonna ask her um, for her mental you know, your podcast does a lot on this as well, is how much time are you spending with you, Mm -hmm. with finding yourself that you are enough, right? So this may be walks with yourself, coffee with yourself, flowers with yourself, dance with yourself, spending time with yourself, right? And connecting with nature. That's the gap in between her belief and where she is. So the the number one thing that she's going to have to do is navigate the gap between what She's believing and what she is needing. Right. And so whatever the thing that is missing, that's the bridge that we need to build. Mm. So if it is that she doesn't have enough time, her days are just running away from her. Okay. Can I see your calendar? Right. Does your calendar have all the Fs? And I say all the Fs is not an F bomb, but it's (laughs) how to reflect faith, family, finances, fun, friendship, because if it's not balanced, you know, fitness, Right. If it's not balanced, what you're gonna find is you're gonna produce successfully in some places and you're gonna feel depleted in other places. So there's not one specific answer um, that I can give, but there's a methodology that you can practice, which is if it is that you're feeling lack in your finances, you know what's your belief about money? Mm. What's your belief about finances? And what's your need right now as a family? Maybe it is that your husband used to produce all the finances, and right now he's lost his job based on the economy, or maybe he's been furloughed. Well, girlfriend, you have been managing a household, you've been managing children, that all that talent can pay off. You know, there are people like myself and Anna who can teach you literally how to monetize your gift, how to monetize your skill set how to monetize your experience we have a lot of brilliant moms that have degrees and they are stay-at-home moms that have used all of their training to raise their children well guess what there are other moms who also are stay-at-home moms who do not have the skill set of being organized of being structured of knowing how to cook certain meals of knowing how to take care of their homes and you can package that and help other moms and they will pay you Mm. so you will make room for you if your need is finances. Yes.
0: So I love that. I love that. And I feel like, we, you know, we can talk the whole day about it just because it's so powerful and I love what you're sharing. Um, but thank you so much for, you know, taking the time and, you know, to share your experience and your knowledge. It's very, very much appreciated. And to our audience, thank you so much for listening. And as, a, as always, I hope that listening to this episode inspires you to understand that the power of the mindset and the way we choose to look at things is enormously important.
1: And Natalie, maybe you can share where we can follow you on social media. Absolutely. So, um, for all our friends on Instagram, I am winning Natalie on Instagram. That's W I N N I N G N A T A L I E. And I also have some um, goodies for all of your listeners. So on my Instagram bio, there's a link, a link tree, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Michelle had asked me to create some things that your listeners could benefit from. So I have some goodies. If your if your need is finances and there's a gap, I have a, an actual seven day free course that can help you assess where you are and where you want to be. I if your need is to have more prosperous relationship. I have a free seven-day course that will help you assess your relationship with yourself, your family, and your significant other. And that is linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot e forward slash natalie. Or you can find it in my Instagram and my Facebook is Natalie S. Taylor. Perfect. And I'll make sure that I link everything at the, what do you call it? Show notes or below. (laughs) So,
0: but thank you so much. It's really very, very much appreciated. It
1: is my pleasure. And thank you so much for creating this platform for women like myself who are looking to create prosperous life, but in a balanced way. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome, Anna. I
0: appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening and for being here. It truly means the world to me. I would love to connect with as many of you as possible. So let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Slowelution for your daily dose of healthy living inspiration. If you feel inspired by this episode and want to learn more about all things health, well-being and motherhood, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. This way, the podcast can reach and inspire even more moms and moms-to-be. And make sure you stay tuned for the many upcoming exciting episodes. Wish you all a lovely week.